My guest today is Dr. Mona Niemer, the Chief Science Advisor for all of Canada. Dr. Niemer has served in this role since 2017, and she is charged with providing impartial scientific advice to Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. But perhaps even more impressive than all of that, she is a proud member of Shocker Nation, having graduated from Wichita State with a Bachelor of Science in Chemistry and minors in French and Mathematics in 1977. And during the fall commencement, Dr. Niemer was presented with an honorary doctorate from Wichita State University. Well, it's so good to see you, Dr. Niemer. Thank you so much for um, taking the time out of your schedule to come sit on this podcast. And we're looking forward to learning more about you and what you've been up to since you're here at Wichita State. So tell me about your job now. We've, we've chatted a little bit before um, we recorded this. Um, but, and tell me what led to where you are today, particularly how Wichita State um, education helped lay the foundation for your career. Uh, thank you so much for having me. It's uh, it's such an honor and immense pleasure to be back here on uh, on campus, which has changed so much since yeah. I've been here. <laughs> uh, but uh, the, the education I received in uh, in, in uh, at Wichita State University has really served me well. Um, I majored in chemistry. I had minor in um, in math, but I took so many other uh, classes in different uh, in different uh, disciplines, uh, which allowed me to meet first of all people who are in these other disciplines, and also to really broaden my horizon. At the time, uh, to graduate in chemistry, you even needed to have two language uh, requirements. Mm -hmm. Uh, one was German and the other one was uh, uh, Russian or uh, French. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you how even this has served me well during my graduate studies when actually some of the older uh, literature which I needed was all written in German mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and right. in, in Russian. So uh, once, once you go on this path of multidisciplinarity and you embrace so many different areas, mm -hmm. then you always want to find yourself in in, yeah. in, in an area, you know, that is multidisciplinary mm -hmm. and, and so on. And that's very important. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about um, how maybe the your your language skills in, in French come, come in handy to what you do today. So you came to Wichita State from Beirut. How did you find out about WSU and what, what was appealing about the university um, 40 years ago when you when you came to the university? I came to the university uh, during very difficult times in uh, Lebanon. I fled the civil war, uh, essentially. And I had just started my, my university education at the American University of Beirut and wanted to continue my education in the American system. But uh, coming to the United States uh, by myself was uh, very difficult for my parents to swallow. And they said, you can only go to places where we have family. And we did have family here in, 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 in Wichita. Uh, and therefore, I looked up the university, applied, they accepted me, and uh, here I am. Yeah, well, we were talking earlier that um, one of the things that many uh, international university students tell us that why they ended up selecting Wichita State. Obviously, you had a connection, a family connection here, but they always say that Wichita State's number one out of the gate to make an offer um, to the students. And this this was the case as well uh, for me. I applied uh, to another place, the University of Florida, and uh, 
Wichita was the first to to send me the acceptance to my program. Mm -hmm. So uh, so that was of course my preference. Yeah. So um, I'm sure you have a lot of memories about the university, and of course your your friends and your family that 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 you had here. But could you talk a little bit about any of the faculty experiences that you had? Some of the things that that, that just really haven't left you that you've carried forward um, in your current career. Well, many, many things. Uh, first, I remember the German class <laughs> because uh, not only were we learning German, but we were uh, learning the, about the culture as well and even how to sit in the in the classroom. So uh, that certainly left a uh, a, a, a definite uh, uh, impression on me. In that class, I also met uh, someone who was in uh, studying French linguistics. And he became my best friend because he was interpreting to me all these English uh, expressions mm -hmm. and uh, uh, that I just like didn't 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 know. So mm -hmm. uh, that was uh, I, I was very fond of uh, of that part. Um, spent a lot of time at the um, uh, at the library. Mm -hmm. uh, the library was uh, really a great place to to study and uh, and work. And I, I took many courses. So. Uh, yeah, I was there very often. Yeah. Um, so we've I've talked about um, uh, the language, the French language. You just mentioned that again. One of the most impressive things about your um, background, your current careers, is how you are providing scientific uh, scientific advice to the Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau. Tell us about that and how that is, how your office interfaces with the Prime, Prime Minister's office, what are some things that have been surprising to you, some things that are challenging, COVID-related, that sort of thing? Yeah, of course, before before uh, before joining, uh, before actually getting the, the, my job, I was at the university. And I thought that universities moved uh, slowly, were siloed, and so on. Mm -hmm. I get into government, and they make universities look really good. So government is very difficult. Uh, in the sense that each department is is really uh, a, a, a take a life of their own. They're very different mm -hmm. from others. Uh, the prime minister has to work with 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 the ministers who are responsible for these different ministries. So, I have to work as well with all these uh, different people. So that was quite uh, quite interesting because they have their own cultures mm -hmm. and everything else. You also realize when you're working, when you're providing science advice uh, to the minister, to the prime minister. First of all, I have to say that, you know, we have a prime minister who's really uh, a champion of science and evidence-based uh, policy. So that makes the job much more rewarding. I wouldn't mm -hmm. say it makes it easy, but it makes yeah. it more more rewarding. But uh, the, the, yeah, at, at this uh, level of high office, they just have so many things to deal with. Uh, they're bombarded mm -hmm. by, by issues uh, on a daily uh, basis. So um, you really have also to know how to interact with them, to be, to be crisp, to provide them the information that they need to make the decisions that they need. Um, it's quite a learning experience. During the COVID, um, w my office was totally mobilized uh, for COVID. Of course, it, we needed a lot of science, but uh, we needed a lot of policies, and um, uh, you know th these were 
quite horrific uh, times. So, um, so we were providing sci- both science uh, advice in terms of of different areas uh, that needed to be um, to be looked after. Because, uh, of course, it wasn't only a health crisis; it was a, a social crisis, an economic crisis. It was an international crisis with issues on borders and everything else. So. Um, it, it, it was uh, it was quite uh, intense, I would say, uh, and uh, you know you realize the difference between science and and policy mm-hmm. uh, in 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 many ways they're almost the opposites of each right, other's. Yeah. Well, I I it, my role here as president and what you're doing for Canada is certainly not parallel. But one of the things, as as a healthcare provider myself and a background in public health, I'm 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 asked to weigh in on particular issues. You know, and really help steer the university through COVID, and um, as you said, it is challenging um, at, at a university to do that. But one of the things that I I did often was read about what was going on in the world, and, and Canada was one of those. Before I even made the connection of you um, to the university. Um, one of the things I did is, is, is looked at what other countries were doing in Canada. It was a good example of a really measured approach, I think, um, and, and a, a common sense approach to how COVID was being managed in that country. Um, I agree with you. I, I mean, we didn't do everything uh, perfect uh, and everybody was learning as they went. Uh, but it was a measured approach. And uh, for at least for the first two years of the pandemic, we managed to keep the public health um, imperative away from the politics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was very helpful. So I, I just don't think it's a good uh, thing when, when politics uh, gets in the way of uh, public health, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's prevention, whether it's yeah. treatment, whether it's you know guidelines. So uh, that's very important, and it requires a lot of discipline and a lot of will uh, from the political side. Um, but it also requires uh, the scientists and the public health mm-hmm. community to mobilize to do, to provide the proper advice and to speak to the public as well. Mm-hmm. That was very important. Yeah, yeah communication was so important during that that even when we did not have you know here at the university all the answers regular communication we saw was so valuable people wanted that they wanted that assurance and um so yeah that's uh, we were all navigating uncertainties mm-hmm. uh people didn't know whether they're going to be uh, still alive in a month or so remember the horrific pictures we were getting right. from yeah. europe uh, and china before mm-hmm. that so they, they were very trying times for everyone. Yeah. So uh, change topics a little bit. Um, uh, when you received the word that we were going to give you the honorary doctorate, what was your thoughts? Um, um, what did you think about the opportunity to come back here and to receive that? Well, I mean, uh, look, uh, I have goosebumps right now just answering your question. I was super honored. Um Wichita has a very special place for me. This is where really I started my North American life, mm-hmm. uh, not only career, and uh, I haven't been here in, in a in a while. So, what a wonderful opportunity to be back! But uh, uh, I was very sensitive to uh, the the to my alma mater actually mm-hmm. paying attention to me when I'm out in uh, in Canada. Uh, but I think it's um, it's it's also an example of 
how many of the of the international students that you have mm-hmm. in Wichita become your your best ambassadors and and go out and and do things um and uh, what what they learned here both in terms of human values mm-hmm. and of course academic values actually guide them so you have these this impact way beyond Wichita and Kansas. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to tell you, you probably don't know this, but I uh, honorary degrees are approved by our uh, border regents, Kansas border regents. And so I um, had your bio that I uh, stood up before them to get approval. And, and I have to tell you that they were really taking note of your accomplishments and were very impressed. And oh. and we're, we're just thrilled that we have someone like you who who's from this university that's gone on to be in this incredible role and all the work that you've done in your research over time. So one final question. So you're in this incredible position, this position of some authority. What do you see the future and at least your world and, and, and some of the issues that, um, that you come across? What, what, what's your um, prognostication, I guess? Well, uh, we have uh, the the pandemic, first of all, is not completely over, Mm -hmm. but the pandemic has also created a lot of challenges in terms of social cohesion. Uh, It's a reminder also that uh, we may have another pandemic due to climate change because Mm -hmm. now we're going to start having pathogens and viruses that we haven't seen before that we're not used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also a lesson on how to interact with the public. Make sure that you're providing the proper information before disinformation uh, gets in the way. So I'm very concerned, actually, about disinformation. And uh, I'm uh, quite concerned to see how governments are going to tackle, are going to implement the ambitions that they have for climate change, which intersects with right. human development and and and, and society. So... Uh, I see interesting times ahead for scholars, scientists, policymakers to work together uh, to better this world. Yeah, well, I think we'll be in a little bit better hands with 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 you there, um, helping guiding um, some of this information and and uh, articulating it where people can understand, where the prime minister can understand, and other people on his staff to make good policy decisions for for your country and that will benefit all of us uh, too in the long run. Absolutely. And just to say that uh, we have a network of science advisors in the G7 countries where we help each other, we're Mm -hmm. in close touch. And I work very closely with my counterparts here in the United States at the White House Office for Science and Technology. So um, we're all in it together. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Well, it's so good to meet you. Thank you so much for um, joining us today. And um, we'll look forward to maybe another podcast in the next couple of years. With a great pleasure. Good to see you. Join me when I welcome my next guest, Stephen Lopper, a principal at Deloitte Consulting, as we talk about Deloitte's Smart Factory at Wichita, a groundbreaking immersive learning environment for business leaders to experience smart manufacturing solutions. Thank you for joining me today, and remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to the Forward Together podcast.